He goes, uh, Bill told me that you were leaving us to be a financial hobo. We're Nick and Hannah True, and we're here to help you go from feeling confused, stressed, and ashamed about your finances to having a budget that reflects your values, provides clarity and confidence in your daily spending decisions, and fosters unity between you and your spouse. We'll help you craft a money story that not only gives you personal freedom, but also creates a positive impact in your family and community. Welcome to Craft Your Money Story, a Mapped Out Money podcast. I'm talking about 10x in it. 10x, baby. <laughs> What's the title of that book you're reading? Uh, 10x is better than 2, or 10x is easier than 2x. Um, it's actually a really good book. I'm really enjoying it. I'm finding a lot of value in it. Um, the 10x is like funny because of Grant Cardone. Yeah. And like, she got 10x it, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're talking about... We're talking about you 10x know, in it, 10x, 10x in, in it. life. <laughs> Not exactly. We're, what are we titling this episode? <laughs> Giving up the good to get the great? Uh, something like that. How's that sound? Sure. That sounds better than 10x, baby. <laughs> All right. So I wanted to start off this episode with um, this Twitter thread that I found from Sean Sweeney. So this guy, um, I follow him on Twitter. He's a, uh, a real estate guy. And he just wrote out this whole kind of thread. It's not super long, but it just kind of walks through um, his and his life or his him and his wife's um, story over the last 14 years. And I found it really, really compelling. And a lot of um, things really resonated with me uh, for for the things that you and I've done. So let's just read that and then we'll we'll jump in. So. All right, here goes, Sean. 14 years ago, my wife and I sat at this bench and decided to move away from California. So he's a, a picture of this like little bench in a uh, Mill Valley, California. We could no longer afford to live here. It was mid 2009. We were in the midst of the great financial crisis. My job was safe, but any prospects of my few of my first bonuses as a real estate development associate partner were now years away. Our company's pipeline was non-existent. We loved life here. It felt like a dream. Two kids from the Midwest living in one of the most amazing cities in the country. But the run had ended. We were down to a few thousand dollars in our account. So a few months later, we were we tearfully departed. I'll never forget driving over the Bay Bridge after winding through San Francisco one last time. Life is funny, though. 14 years later, we are again living what feels like a dream. We stopped back in town and we were staying in the penthouse of a hotel a few blocks from here. Leaving felt like death at the time in 2009, but I've come to realize it was our rebirth. Everything good that's happened is because we made an unpopular, you're moving where? Difficult decision when they were needed. Or difficult decisions when they were needed. We gave up the good, but ended with great. In life, I've learned that's often what's needed. Give up the good, take a chance on getting to the great. I wish nothing but the same for all of you. He also then goes on in the next tweet. He says, to continue the story, I didn't find success right away. Because we were broke, we lived in my mother-in-law's basement for two years. As newlyweds, we were 31. I felt like the world's biggest loser. I worked in a nonprofit uh, developer, traveled for work constantly, made li- uh, no money, Networked like crazy for two years when I was in town. Finally, in 2011, I got a good gig. Started as an acquisitions guy at a firm that bought multifamily property. In 2012, at age 33, I made $100,000 for the first time. And that sent me on my way. Uh, He then shared a picture of his last day at uh, his job in 2009. 
And uh, it's like, it's just kind of a funny picture looking at him now. But, um, but yeah, so I thought that thread was really good and just really resonated with me. And I think it's very good. And I also, I just want to emphasize the um, 14 years later, we're again years. living what yes. feels like a dream. Um, and so we've talked about this on prior episodes, like how moving from Fairhope and buying this building in a lot of ways felt like, um, we were moving in the wrong direction. Yeah, totally. Um, and, and you use this great analogy of, of it's like pulling back the slingshot to like propel us forward. Yes. Um, and so it's like, yeah, we're, we're downgrading from like a house to like a small apartment and it's shared space. Like there's going to be renters right beside us and, um, we're not going to have as much privacy as we're used to. And we're upstairs. It's a pain gotta, to take the dogs, walk out. the dogs outside yeah. downstairs. Yeah. Um, all minor things, but, um, it's but definitely, it's, it's a, a it's downgrade, a downgrade compared yeah. to having a single family house, you know, with a yard yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, we've got that like vision and know kind of where we're headed and we can see how giving up the good that we had in Fairhope and kind of doing this, pulling back the slingshot move that feels like a downgrade is actually helping us move closer to some of those big things that we have in our vision. Totally. So what I wanted, yeah, what I wanted to do is just share uh, more of what's worked worked for us over the years. Um, I thought it would be fun to walk through kind of a loose timeline um, since 20, you know, 16, 17, kind of in that area. And because I think one of the takeaways for me is financially what giving up the good to get the great often means is it often means taking a pay cut. It often means uh, looking like you're taking a step backwards in lifestyle. Um, well, ultimately, even, so that you can get something better. Down or the even road. like title. Yeah, or right? title. Absolutely. That looks, it looks like that a lot. Because that's the thing, like a lot of times, um, like a lot of times if you're making a shift that means you're taking a pay cut, a lot of times that pay cut's temporary. Totally. Um, but it may be a permanent cut in title and like yes. what people think. What people associate with yeah. that. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, let's look at a few. So. I think one of the big, the first times we really did this was when I left my job at Mesa. So I was working as um, uh, an engineer, a mechanical engineer at a, a power generation firm in Chattanooga. And I was making, I think my base salary was around 70000 a year, but I worked so much overtime, I was probably pulling in closer to eighty five ninety. And, and engineering is good. And engineering's so great. People were like, like for oh some my people, gosh, it's great. You're for, crazy to leave this absolutely. like good thing. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the show and finding some helpful ways to get better at managing your money. Speaking of, I wanted to let you know about our financial audit checklist. It's a list of 10 things that you should be doing with your money. And you can use it to audit your financial life and kind of see whether or not you're on the right track. At this point, we've had a few thousand people download the checklist and use it as a rubric to see how they stack up. If that sounds like something that would help you, just go to mappedoutmoney.com forward slash audit to grab it for free. All right, now let's get back to the show. Complete side note. So there's this guy named John, hilarious, really big. I want everybody listening. Like imagine like just this like six foot three kind of big older guy who uh, has a real deep voice and talks like this. And uh, John 
Um, I've worked with him for years. I've been there for four years at this point. I've worked with John on a lot of projects. And um, the second that I, you know, put in my two weeks notice, word got around the office quick because not only was <laughs> I leaving, I was leaving to go do financial blogging from an RV, right? And so the, <laughs> it was just ridiculous to all these people. So John came over to my cubicle and he goes, he goes, hey, Nick. And I was like, hey, John. And he goes, uh, <clears throat> Bill told me that you were leaving us to be a financial hobo. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, yeah, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. <laughs> and, uh, it made me want to go try to get the domain name financialhobo.com, But, um, <laughs> I think we really missed an opportunity. I know, but, um, but you know, to your point, I'm, I'm leaving engineering, which a lot of people hold as a, a high status, you know, job or career path. I'm walking away from eighty, ninety thousand dollars a year with potential to grow to go live in an RV and talk about money on the internet. And one of these things sounds more impressive. One of than these the things other. sounds more impressive <laughs> than the other. Yeah. Um, but but for for me, I knew the great that I was going after and giving up the short-term good of the, the salary at the engineering job to me was worth it. And, um, and being able to have that sense of, of direction and vision for, for the great, for what's down the road is, is really important. And the only thing that's going to help you be able to give up the good. I also just want to pause and emphasize that like, the great is different for everybody. 100%. For some people, and so absolutely. You're very much wired to like run your own business and kind of, yes. uh, you. I don't know, you just have that innately in you. Like you want to be the boss and whatever. Like I do not want that. Um, and so like if you, if you weren't as business driven as you are, I would not be going off to start my own business. For sure. Um, and so just, I don't want anybody to get the idea that we're saying like, in order to get great, like you, you can't work an engineering yeah. job. Yeah. Not at all. The specific things that not we're talking about aren't the It doesn't point. matter. It yeah. just was, this was my good and my great that yeah. I had to give up, you know, uh, or my good that I had to give up to yeah. get, to get the great we were after. Um, but like you said, it, it's a, it's a slingshot. And so we're, you know, we're going the wrong direction, if you will, in terms of making money and whatever, because I'm giving up this this guarantee, you know, the salary at the time I was making maybe $1,500 a month freelancing and you were going to, you were stepping into a job as a physical therapist and you were going to basically, you know, take care of us financially. Uh, cause my, you know, my, my freelancing money wasn't really doing anything. Yeah. And, um, I, I just want to, I guess I'm just emphasizing the fact that like, not worrying too much about what other people think. 100%. I mean, like take, take wise counsel into consideration and you know, the people in your life that truly know you and you truly trust them and all of that stuff. But I think that there were a lot of people that assumed like, since I was taking a job and like, was going to be working and whatever, you were just not doing anything. I was just piddling, which yeah. is funny because if anybody knows you, like that's not you at all. Um, like you're going to get after whatever it is that you're doing. Um, but just that that was that was the um, vision that a lot of people had of you, and you just that did not deter you at all, totally. which I'm always super impressed with with you. Um, that would definitely bother me. And you're just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> they, <laughs> well, they can you think whatever. It. Well, but so let's continue the story, right? Because you do it later, right? So like timeline, 
right? So that's one of the first goods that we give up. And, and, you know, let's be honest, you're giving me a lot of accolades, but you were giving up good in me doing that because you're now married to the financial hobo, right? <laughs> like, like used to, you could be like, yeah, my husband has like a job is respectable. Who's responsible. <laughs> who's, you know what I mean? And now like people are like, oh yeah, what's your husband do? And you're like, he, you know, uh, you know, uh, you're not, you're not actually embarrassed of it, but like it, it was a sacrifice for you too. You had to also give up some good for us to, to be able to, to, to do great. Um, okay. So then the next time that this really stuck out for us again, from a financial standpoint is, um, when I stopped freelancing. And mm -hmm. so from 2017, August, 2017 is when I left my engineering job to January, 2020, I was freelancing as my main income source. I was starting to do financial coaching. I was starting to get mapped out money to where it was making money, but it, it wasn't enough to support us until January, 2020. Um, now in that time you quit your job, which we'll talk about in a second, but during those three years, I was making money from freelance marketing, freelance financial writing kind of work. Um, and I had landed a pretty good gig with, uh, uh, two companies. One is a financial conference. And then the other is this guy who runs a speaking business where he helps people learn how to speak and, uh, and make a business public speaking. And, uh, between that, uh, I mean, we made, we, we were making a hundred thousand from, from the freelancing work and mapped out money was not making a hundred thousand. Uh, but it, it was making enough that it could pay our bills and it was making enough that we were like, okay, if I can give up the freelancing and then take the time that I was freelancing and really pour it all into mapped out money, you know, where can we, where can we go from here? And so again, we took a, a financial setback, a financial pay cut, um, to be able to walk away from the freelancing work at the start of 2020 to be able to go all in on, on mapped out money. And again, you know, to your point, that's, it's, it's a financial setback. It's, and it's also like, you know, Sean Sweeney said, people going, what you, you've got this gig where you're doing marketing work for this guy and it's going well, like you're, and you're now going to walk away from that. Um, and it's, you've got to be able to see the direction and the great that you're going after and be able to ignore some of the naysayers along the way for sure. Um, okay. So then the next one I wanted to talk about was you leaving physical therapy because, you were giving up a good job, um, guaranteed money. And then you were also giving up, which I think was probably harder. You were giving up, um, a title and. And finding my identity and, and finding in something where I shouldn't have been finding yeah. my identity, but it was something that I worked towards for so long that it was hard to not find some piece of my identity yeah. in that or whatever. So I think God used that to, to teach me a lot in that area. Um, but also it's like, I feel like with that one in particular, um, <laughs> the, the reality great was different than what we thought was going to be great. So that was the other thing I wanted you to bring up. Yeah. So like, I, again, this is total God thing. When I left physical therapy, cause I was working as a travel therapist, which, you know, means that you're somewhere for a couple of months, maybe, 
Yeah, typically um, like 13 week contracts. But um, there's a lot of, when you think about it in, in terms of traveling, and we were in the RV and um, there's a lot of restriction that comes from that because you have to coordinate the timing of all of these different things, right? So like you've got a 13 week rotation here and you can take this many weeks off in between. in between and still keep your insurance, but you have to coordinate that with wherever your next one is going to be. And so it may be that your next um, assignment wants you to start the day after your first assignment. So maybe you can't really get those weeks off or you know, there's just all these, you know, pieces that have to align. And again, it was good. Yeah. We're living in an RV. We're Way getting more to travel. flexibility than a lot of people like, have. We're, totally. you know, it's very good. It's yeah. very good cushy yeah. uh in terms of like you know we could really get comfortable in that yeah but it's not the great that we thought was you know full-time freedom rving or totally whatever. um so leaving physical therapy like when you got enough freelancing stuff and you were like hey i'm i'm super busy doing this freelance stuff i still want to be growing mapped out money over here and if you left physical therapy i've got roles for you where you could help me do that um and I was totally not convinced at first, but <laughs> over time became more open to that. Um, and so when I, when I made that leap, we were thinking like, this is going to be awesome because I mean, yeah, it allows us to grow the business, but also now we like, don't have to coordinate all this stuff yes. with my assignments. We can just travel. Mm-hmm. Um, and as it turned out, uh, God had much more meaningful things in mind for that flexibility that we were about to get. Um, and we had a lot of, um, family members who had health issues that hit just shortly after I yeah, left so you and left we were in... really able to like step in and help in those. And it was, I mean, we were able to be exactly where we needed to be when we needed to be there. And it was such a huge blessing. Um, but again, that was, you know, leaving the good for really a great that was unknown. That's what us. I was going to say. That, yeah. That's what was cool about Sean's story. And then about our story too, is Sometimes the good that you're giving up is known, but the great that you're going after, you might think you know it, but sometimes there might be something even better waiting. Yeah. And I know it sounds weird to say that it was even better than being able to just travel and have autonomy, but the fact that we had a couple of family members get sick and that we were not tied down by you being locked into a specific position in a specific city or state, and we were able to go, you know what? We don't have to travel right now. We can just come and park and be around to help. And and we're still able to work. And we're still able to wherever, work from yeah. wherever. That was great. Yeah. Um. And, and and we look back on that time and go, man, what a blessing that we um that, that God had put us in a position to be able to have the flexibility to do that. Totally. Absolutely. So the last couple things we kind of already hit on, which is just sort of like the geographical giving up. Right. And so we have given up the nice apartment in Chattanooga, Tennessee, which was a fun city to get our great of living in an RV and traveling, which again, not everybody's going to be super jazzed (laughs) about living in 200 square feet. But for us, it was great. And then we gave up the Airstream, which we thought was great to move to Fairhope, which, you know, was even greater, I guess, right? Airstream became good, and then Fairhope became our great. Uh, And so we gave up the good to be able to do that. And then, like you said, most recently, we loved Fairhope. 
and it was really good. And we lived in a, I mean, the way our, where our house was, was super walkable. We could walk downtown, we could walk to the bay. Um, we had a great yard. One of the best things, this is a pro tip. If you're looking for a house, <laughs> buy a house across the street from a yard that you don't have to maintain. Yeah. So, so there was a church across <laughs> the street from us and they basically had a park area. Yeah, it was a church with this awesome, like yeah. little park we and didn't yard. Have to mow it. We, we didn't, didn't have to mow, but we could go and throw Frisbee with Scout. Yeah. And so it was pretty awesome. Um, I mean, we loved Fairhope, but, um, we ultimately felt that we wanted to give that up so that we could get the great of being near family. Yeah. So two things that could be like episodes on, on their own, but I'll just touch on them is again, like seasons of life. And yes. I feel like we hit on this all the time, all but the like, time. um, there are different seasons and it is okay. And I think that when you're willing to embrace that there are different seasons in your life and you can do different things in different seasons, like you're so much happier because you may be in a season where so much of your time is taken up with helping take care of somebody and you're not getting to do a lot of other things that you might want to do, but recognizing like, this is just a season. It's just a season. And there will be a season to do these other things. Um, if, if God's putting those on your heart, like there will be a time to do those. Um, and so seasons, the second thing is, what was I going to say? Mm. Seasons and darn, it was right there. And now it's just and not now right it's there. Gone. Talk for a second. Maybe I'll think of it. Well, the, uh, the last example I have was the one you opened up with, which was, um, we have taken a financial setback by giving up our single family house with a yard for this investment property uh, and this building that now we're living in a, in an 800, 900 square foot apartment. And so we gave up what was good and we actually went to a little bit worse in some ways in terms mm -hmm. of lifestyle and, and what, what our personal situ living situation is, but it is so that down the road, we have built wealth through this property that's going to give us a lot more options and flexibility for the great to come. And so recognizing that sometimes giving up good to get the great takes years, right? So for Sean, it was a 14-year process before they came back to their city that they were in. Um, and and it's it's not a linear path. It yeah. does, it's not like you just give up good. It's not like you're and you like just boom. You're just great good, now. Gooder, 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 gooder. <laughs> Goodest, like <laughs> yeah, like it does not work. Like you're you've got this sort of uh, up and down. It, it may go up and to the right in terms of a graph, you know, but it's going to be up and down, and there's going to be the hills and valleys along that path. And so recognizing that sometimes those valleys. Uh, the, the sort of financial pullbacks or pay cuts or lifestyles are years. When we took pay cuts from engineering to freelancing and then from freelancing to MacDot money, it took often a year or two before we to were build back up. building back up yeah. to the income that the previous level gave us. Um, and I think it's important to recognize that sometimes that's, that's part of the journey, yeah. but that ultimately it's worth it. Um, so what I was going to say was the idea of, and from like Mary Laura Philpott's, oh, yeah. um, I miss you when I blink. So, uh, in that book, she talks about how they made the decision to move from Atlanta to Nashville. To Nashville. Yeah. And she was like, we loved Atlanta. There were a lot of great things about Atlanta. We had wonderful friends in Atlanta. And also we wanted to move. Yeah. And just that a lot of times 
we're not good at embracing the and. Yeah. And so two things can be true. Yes. And so like we very much felt like, man, we love Fairhope and like we really want to be here and we feel like we need to move to Knoxville. Yes. Um, and, and those two things can coexist. So, um, yeah, that was the other point. Yeah. So we'll, we'll wrap up with this, which is just a question for you to sit with. And that is what in your life right now is really good, but might be holding you back from achieving the great. We loved fair hope and we felt like we needed to move to Knoxville because fair hope was keeping us from the great of being able to be near family. And again, what's helped us in every single one of these scenarios is just like prayer and Bible study and like grounded in that. Yes. Like, you know, praying for wisdom and like praying for God's will and not our own. And for like the, the sight to see, um, things that we're holding on to that maybe we shouldn't be holding on to. hundred percent. So yeah, hopefully this, uh, question and, story has been helpful for you and um, I'll be interested. I would love to hear, uh, please email nick at mapped.money.com. You need to tell the, yeah, the camera. Nick at mapped.money.com. Uh, I always forget we're filming now. So <laughs> nick at mapped.money.com. Uh, if you've given up good to get something great, I would love to hear your story. So shoot us an email. Um, I would love to read it and, um, and just hear kind of what you've given up in order to get the great. Or if you think you might need to give up something. That's good to get the great, uh, shoot us that too. So thanks so much for listening, for watching. We really appreciate you. 